another episode of Boys Gone Wild. It's a special episode, but I would actually, I'll take that back. It's not special because they're all special. We're all special. Let's live in free peace and harmony. Thank you. That's been the end of my time. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's a little joke to start off the show. Um, you may have noticed that wasn't the usual theme music. Uh, no, it's Mongolian throat singing because today's episode's about Genghis Khan. Um, I have no idea what sound effect I'm going to put there, but I just can feel, I can just feel it's going to be a banger. Um, so that's that's a joke that I don't even know what that joke is. You're watching me do a, a joke like this, and I don't even know what that joke is. Isn't that weird that you know more about that joke than I do, and I'm the one telling the joke, you know? Is that strange, or is it just me? Um, someone commented that this podcast is like a documentary watching me go more and more insane. It feels like it, because um, it's a lot doing daily a daily podcast. I'm not complaining, because fu- if I was complaining, then fuck me, I chose to do this. Um, it's great fun, but it's, the, it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. But I really like it. It's great, and uh, I cannot wait to talk about Genghis Khan, because he's one of my favourite boys gone wild. Um... Today I'm wearing a classic Arsenal strip because um, it's laundry day and this is what was left. But it's pretty iconic. Um, a JVC away Arsenal kit. Because, um, yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. I hope this doesn't uh, split my fan base uh, too much. And I Because it's, an, uh, it's a big part of me because I'm a huge Arsenal fan. But... I'm not sure I was even meant to be an Arsenal. Basically, my dad was a lifelong diehard West Ham fan. Um, And when I was born, I was born... We lived in a house about 20-minute walk from Highbury Station. The Highbury... uh, The Arsenal football ground, Highbury. And because he'd lived such a tough life being a West Ham fan who are like a mid-table team, like an average team, he thought, you know what? I'll spare my son the pain of supporting a football team who constantly underperform. So he thought, why not choose the team that's right down the end of our road, basically, who at the time were probably the greatest team in the world the, the around the Arsenal Invincible season. And um, so he gave me an Arsenal top. And my first memory of being an Arsenal fan was the 2006 Champions League final. Uh, so I must have been about nine years old. Um, and the first clear memory I have is Thierry Henry whipping in a free kick and it just bouncing off Sol Campbell's bald, shiny head into the back of the net. We were 1-0 up in the Champions League final. That's my first memory and it's also the height of Arsenal as a football team. It went downhill from that moment. Straight after that goal, we got a player sent off. They scored two late goals, and we lost the final. And we've never been in one since. Uh, we hadn't, what, didn't win a league since then. Um, and it's been pretty fucking hard being an Arsenal fan, to be honest, because we're not a shit team. Like, West Ham is often a shit team. But we're, a, a, we're the shit good team. So I know a lot of you might not know football, but have some vague understanding of sports. What's so tough about being an Arsenal fan is that there's a there's a there's a pool of just good teams, teams who are expected to challenge for things, who have a lot of pressure on them to do well, who have the biggest support. We're in that group, but we're at the bottom of that group, and we consistently do the worst out of that group, which is a far worse place to be than being in a different group where you can 
it's kind of cool to be a West Ham fan. It's like, oh, he doesn't care about set. I get this idea. That people look at me as if I'm some sort of like fame hawk because I'm living near Brighton and I support Arsenal and we're shit. So I get, I love Arsenal. Arsenal till I die. You cut me open, I bleed red. But it's fucking, no one's caused me more pain than Arsenal Football Club. Um, but yes, I didn't want to start off the pod with a football rant. Um, also, my, my girlfriend's told me if if I call this podcast a pod one more time she'll break up with me so i think i've decided that we're no longer together um because you've got you got a bit of it down she's a great girl we're getting on very well but once they start trying to take away things like pod you know what she's gonna i'm not allowed to say dank anymore i'm not allowed to go like it's a slippery slope so if any fellas are listening here who who you know and they're kind of they're cucks who wear like Christmas jumpers because uh, th- th- their girlfriend thinks they look cute in them, you know, constantly under the thumb. Just as soon as they tell you you can't say a word, end it, shock them. Even if you're very happy together, it doesn't matter. They respect strength. Because trust me, I know she said it was just Pod that annoyed her, but I'm sure she'd start trying to take away other things that are important to me. Yeah. Soon I won't be able to say keep it 100 at the beginning of every FaceTime we have. You know, it's my advice. This is some this is some Thursday motivation. If your girlfriend tells you not to say a word, end it because it's a slippery slope. Um, but yes, today's Boys Gone Wild is Genghis Khan. And this... So maybe... I want to, this is, I think for this section, let's not treat this as a podcast. Shout out to people listening, by the way. I don't, I, I also, I worry with people listening that they feel, feel left out. I don't want you to feel left out. I want this to be consumed both visually and audio. So don't worry. You get more watching it, but you're not, you're st- you can still enjoy it on audio. Don't feel left out podcast listeners. But today, this section is not a podcast. This is a, a visual essay, okay? Or an audio essay. And the hypothesis of this essay is saying that Genghis Khan is the ultimate alpha male who has ever existed in human history. Today I want to talk about Genghis Khan because I think he is definitely a BGWOG because there's going to be many metrics in this show of boys who have gone the most wild, you know? There's many ways of measuring what is wild and certainly... In one metric, I would argue that Genghis Khan is the wildest boy that's ever been. If that metric that you're choosing is um, the biggest alpha male. If we agree that the concept of alpha male is taken from a more primitive, um, animalistic side of human society. Like uh, the alpha male in the monkey kingdom would be the male who is most physically dominant. Um, who is unchallenged and who uh, has the pick of the most mates. That would be the mo- the biggest alpha male in whatever hierarchy you choose. I would like to make the argument that Genghis Khan is the biggest alpha male there has ever been. There's been a lot of alpha... Think of every alpha male in your small little uh, hierarchies. In your fucking office, you've got fucking Dan from Sales. Who comes in like, hey, hey, girls, how you doing? Oh, nice, nice folder. I don't know. I haven't been in an office for a long time, um, but you know what I mean. In every single hierarchy, 
there's uh, there's a, a dominant alpha male. God, I'm really I'm starting to sound like fucking Jordan Peterson. In every single hierarchy, there is a big strong man who has big a big penis, and and that man is is the man that we should follow because I think the only real men are men with deep voices and big muscly arms like me, like me, a skinny, slightly camp, uh, high pitched voiced Canadian psychologist. Okay. Also, trans people aren't real. Um. But yes, in any group that is, be it for worse or better, I can't be asked to even talk about that, uh, there is the concept of an alpha male. Uh, a man who is dominant in that hierarchy, wherever you put it. If you view the, if you view the world as a hierarchy uh, and every single man who's ever existed and put them in a scale of who's most alpha, I think Genghis would come out on top. You know, you've got a lot of people like Julius Caesar, who's probably pretty alpha male. Alexander the Great, pretty alpha male. Fucking the mountain from Game of Thrones. Um, but Genghis is undeniably, for me, the biggest alpha male. Genghis, he st- he was from a small Mongol nomadic tribe in the 1200s. Uh, I think late 1100s when he was born. Uh, and Mongolia is in the middle of Central Asia with just these huge flat fields, these great plains, because it's it's part of the world which is furthest from the sea. It's near that kind of area. And at the time he was born, the whole of Mongolia was made up with just nomadic tribes who would have no fixed locations. They didn't have cities. They had these sort of thick um, animal skin tents that they would pack up and quickly move around these huge fields that it makes up the Mongolian steppe. Um, and when he grew up, to be fair to him, considering a lot of the stuff he'd done, when you look at his childhood, you're like, any therapist would be like, okay, it's pretty fucked up. His dad was a king, he was a prince, but his dad was poisoned by a rival tribe when he was nine. Then he tried to claim to be king, and they wouldn't let him be king because he was too young. So what he thought would be, okay, well, how about I kill my half-brother and his best friend? Um, And he did that, and they thought, oh, that looks like some pretty good king material. So he killed his half-brother at the age of nine, and they thought, fuck, if we want anyone to lead our people, it's going to be that nine-year-old who just killed his half-brother. So he became king, and then there was a lot of shit going on where, like, uh, his another one of his best friends built a rival tribe, and then that rival tribe sneak attacked him in the dark and, like, stole his wife, Borte, um, who sounds like an absolute, a very a fierce babe. She managed to she managed to stay with him his whole life, um, and all of the his, her, their children were the ones who were in line for Genghis Khan's throne. But the story of Genghis Khan basically involves a lot of sort of infighting between these Mongolian tribes to begin with. And then this one man, in his fairly short life, um, manages to crush all of his enemies in Mongolia, unite the whole of Mongolia into basically a super tribe. Um, And then with his skill as a military commander, managed to take over the biggest continuous uh, land empire in the whole of human history. It's the second biggest empire of all time after the British, but I would argue it's far more impressive because it was an empire that was purely led by one man and it was continuous on land. Like, 
British Empire was technically the biggest, but it was a bit more cucky because we were getting on boats and we were sailing to places. We had guns, they had sticks. It just felt, it just feels a little bit more kind of like, like we didn't, we didn't conquer anything near us apart from Ireland, but you know, we didn't, we didn't conquer France or anything like that. We, we got on a boat to people who had never seen boats like that before and took that. It felt a bit cucky. Yes, it was technically bigger, but then Genghis with his like gypsies in a tent that made up his tribe managed to conquer basically the entirety of asia like his empire was went all the way through basically the whole of russia whole of china all the way down to iran northern india like the himalayas he stretched all the way from the shore of eastern china to um ukraine so it, it even made it to europe so that was all within one life and as soon as he died it started getting smaller which is a super alpha move it made up 10 million square miles by the time he died so i think that's pretty alpha being the single person who caused the biggest land continuous empire it's a bgw classic move he also killed 40 million people which you know uh might seem a little bit harsh by him but his numbers if it's a numbers game being an alpha he's absolutely smashed out of the park because 40 million that's better than that's like that's rivaling like hitler's numbers like it's pushing stalin pushing mao like the the boy had some fucking numbers and that was back when there wasn't as many people so 40 million people that's a that's some pretty decent numbers for like uh for genocide in the genocide rankings he's really pushed that pretty hard um I mean, there's stories of one city that uh, where half of them drowned in the other half's blood because they just killed so many. Um, pretty barbaric, a lot of the the murders he did. Just, like, starved out Beijing. But 40 million. He, he, because of his actions, led to the deaths of 40 million people. Which, it's, uh, some might say pretty bad, but I think it's, pretty, it's a pretty alpha move. Um, 40 million deaths. And then another big alpha move by my boy Genghis is um, apparently one in every 200 people alive today is a direct descendant of Genghis Khan. Um, because basically, whenever Genghis was on his conquests, whatever new place he conquered, he would then get the most beautiful women woman of that area impregnate her and then leave so he and because he's he's conquering the whole of basically uh mainland asia um he spread his seed all over the place so if you're asian there's a good chance you are related to genghis which one of the key urges of men biologically is to just fucking spaff your your seed everywhere and he spaffed his seed all over Asia. He just went around, just, he just, Genghis Khan just went around just jizzing all over Asia, spreading his genes everywhere. And he did it purposely, because he was like, you know what, that's how much of a megalomaniac he was. He was like, I want my fucking kids to be Iranian, Ukrainian, fucking, and they need to be by the fittest bird as well. Um, I don't even know if his wife knew. I assume his, his wife knew, but I like the idea of, um, <laughs> Borte, who's his like a long-term wife, uh, whenever he comes back from conquest, uh, he he's always really guilty looking down. Um, do you have a good conquest? Yeah, yeah, nothing happened. What? 
I was just asking, did you, how was, yeah, you know, it was good, yeah, yeah. Why do you, why do you smell like lavender? What? No, nothing, just me and the boys. Yeah, we we had a lavender fly, fight. Like, lucky there was no iPhones, because Genghis Khan would have been a reply guy. He would have been the guy staying up late, uh, looking through girls' Instagram stories uh, from all over the world, doesn't give a shit where, and he would be uh, typing in, you up. No, Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan is the greatest conqueror in human history, but if he was today, he could have easily been one of those uh, Asian dudes who d- don't speak very good English and just comment on uh, cosplay uh, girls' social media posts with like, "Can I see your bobs? Show me your pus and bobs." Like badly spelled English. That's what he would have been now. Um, and his 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 profile picture would either be uh, a. a badge of like Arsenal Man United or just a picture of him not being able to take a selfie very well with like three chins that would have been Genghis Khan if he was born now one in 200 people are descended from Genghis Khan that is some fucking that's some alpha energy being able to spread your seed like that because in 25 years he single-handedly conquered more land than the Romans did in 400 years so if you think Dan from Sales is an alpha, you ain't seen nothing until you've seen Genghis. Um, but yeah, so fair play, Genghis. Um, I've, I'm nearing the end of time. There's a lot to say about Genghis Khan. Uh, there's a lot of very interesting history, but I'm still trying to keep this podcast funny. So I've missed out huge chunks um, because I haven't reached the stage yet when I'm so creatively dried that i just list off historical facts but we're, we're getting there we're getting there um but genghis khan gets becomes a bgwog he goes up there with the wheelstone raider and bernie sanders um because and uh the guy did Kanye 2012 for wanking in public and he becomes a bgwog because just his numbers his numbers don't lie He's the ultimate alpha and fair pay to him.